Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Lackadaisical Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, and with me today, we have Ben. Hello, I'm back after two weeks. Finally. We've missed you. Yeah, I missed you too, pal. Missed all of you. Yeah. We have Vinny. Hey, how's it going? We have Patrick. Mm-hmm. And the most important one here, we have a brand new guest to the Like Days Podcast. Please welcome the one and only Anti Beck. Jordan, you're peeking my mic. Also, Vinny's my favorite. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all do talk about Xenoblade. That's a lot, just fucking so. rude. Wait, how am I, I you peeking too, your mic? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Jokes. <laughs> Jordan, you're not supposed to think about the stupid jokes that we make. You're not wrong. You're um, not supposed to think at all, actually. Well, that's at a good thing. Bad I don't do that normally. I don't make that a habit. You know. Also, an aside, Probably a cameo the by the lovely Katow Studios. Hello, it's me, your friendly neighborhood Catherine, just pooping in to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad that that was brought up. Can we just not? Let's just let's just move on. No, we have to clean. Oh, so sneak it in. No, uh, too late. She already pooped in. Damn it. No. She did poop in. How's everybody doing today? I'm, I'm really going to laugh if she has to poop though. <laughs> Shit. She'll keep us She's pooped. She's a human too. being. It'll happen eventually. Yeah. I mean probably. No. And I will laugh every time. But but <laughs> but to answer your question of how is everyone doing today, I'm doing fine. That's about fucking time. I haven't been able to ask you. I've been doing the past damn two weeks. Yeah. You ain't been on the podcast. You've just been dead. I know. It's both your fault. <laughs> yeah. But he's been all our Discord calls. Well, actually, the past two weeks. Well, really. the past two weeks, I wasn't. Just past few days. Thir- Fri- Friday? Friday was the first time. I think in so. two weeks. Yep, it sure was. And we missed you. I'm glad to hear you're doing okay. Yeah. How about anyone else? Anyone else care to tell us how you're doing or just no. just assume you're doing good? No. I'm doing alright. Not too much has been going on. I just recently um went through and uploaded like eleven videos in one day. Yeah, I saw that. Eleven? Eleven. Vlogs. Okay. Yeah. So they were short videos, but... They're all like a minute and a half, and it's just him in the same position every episode in front of his camera going, Not Hey guys, episode. welcome at to le- day At least 69. he's more caught up than Steven. True. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Although but... I, I do still have like two weeks or so that I have to still do. That's okay. Today's episode, but at least you still have what? pickups again. Yeah, I mean, we're we're just we just uh, uh, yeah we just missed this month, I guess. Well, I I'm remember. Like, yeah. you, none of you did. Or ben I'm pretty sure hey, I died hey, there for so, a moment, but whatever. So, so question: What episode yeah. number is this? Nineteen. Okay. This is episode nineteen of okay. the Lackadaisical Podcast. TM. Episode nineteen being recorded on the nineteenth. Hey, it is. Hey, That's pretty cool. look at that. Pretty, pretty uh, cool. And let's start off with the nineteenth time I've asked Jordan, "When the hell are you going to start recording more Hollow Knight, Jordan?" Well, you see, actually, very soon. Um, 
I'm almost caught up in editing, so once I'm caught up, I'm going to start recording again. I just Thank have to like get everything back in my head. Thanks for pressure, home. a big bastard like that. Well, you see, that's lazy recording. The real way no, to record I... is either Scooter or our buddy Connor. Okay, well, I, I ain't no Scooter. You're going to catch I, a ride? I ain't doing it like him. No, different. And I think I think what you meant to say is the real way to do it is the is the you know after you get robbed after your whole house gets robbed to you get your your phone out and you record mm-hmm. your TV of you playing Mario Bros Wii or something that's that's the real way to do it. You gotta be like Connor who recorded the entirety of his Paper Mario LP in two days. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I can't binge that long. That'd be I, have, I, 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 I can't. That'd be sweet. If I had the time, maybe. If I could take the time off work, you best believe your ass. You'd have played through it 14 times in one day. <laughs> Somehow, some way. He'd find a way. Which, you know, we have failed, not really failed, but, but Anthony, you didn't really give us a, we didn't even get the chance to ask you for like a, a brief introduction of yourself. Like, who the fuck are you? Uh, first of all, no swearing on my Christian server, you filthy swine. Patrick, oh. if you don't shut the Thank fuck you, up, Patrick. I swear I'm going to reach my hand through my goddamn TV and slap the shit out of you. Dad, I apologize. Wow. <laughs> I think you I think you need a whooping. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Well, since 18, you so kindly it. asked, Jordan, I will kind of explain to you who I am. Thank you. Hi, my name is Anthony. That's who I am. I'm freaking awesome. I love you all. That's my whole message. Bye. While everyone that, is just on their phone ignoring exactly. the story. No, I was listening. Don't don't talk about how my phone beeped while I was talking. <laughs> I'm the only one with my phone down, I guess. You have to, to snap fair, the podcast. I only just picked up my phone. It was dead across the room for the last I don't know how long. In my defense, there's a gauntlet match going on, and I just want to see who wins. I know in my defense, it's Ninja the... is currently streaming Fortnite. Yes. <laughs> I'm I don't care kidding. about Fortnite, so. The dreadlocked Dynamo is uh, in a gauntlet match at the moment. I don't know well, what that speaking means. Of, speaking of Dynamos, I think it's time we jumped into the topics. Jordan, take us away. <laughs> so, there's been rumors about Google, and apparently there was rumors that Sega was a part of it, but I don't think that turned out to be true. Well, they um, had a Dreamcast at the podium. Wait, what? <laughs> they had a Dreamcast? <laughs> they had a Dreamcast? The NES, whatever the glove was, I can't remember. Uh-huh. The, the power, power glove. glove. Okay. Um, the NES power glove. And... yeah. E.T. for the Atari 2600. All I, to say, oh, this you. is going to bomb as well. Okay, alright, alright. That's <laughs> yeah, what, Okay, cool. So, essentially, the long and short of it is, Google has announced a new service called Google Stadia. Uh, that's spelled S-T-A-D-I-A. And it's essentially a service where you can stream your games instead of having to download and install them on a console. You get this controller that is only that only works through Wi-Fi, um, and you connect to their their servers and whatnot, you know, through their service. And they have servers that run the games, the PC games, 
and just you know stream it to your your Google device, like a Chromecast or something, or whatever device supports the service. So, like, say you have a smart TV, I guess you probably could get the app on there at some point once it's up and running more so. Um, and you use this Wi-Fi enabled controller, which you cannot use elsewhere. It's only for this service, and it only works through Wi-Fi. And that's apparently to try and mitigate any input delay and whatnot, which I guess would make sense. But so the controller is the software to kind stream of stream from. Yeah. No. 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 Like kind of. So the software is on like the device. But the controller doesn't connect through Bluetooth. It connects through the Wi-Fi. It's confusing. Nobody understands because they didn't properly explain it. Yeah, it was, it's kind it, of a cluster. From the sound of it, and it it's Google, to so the the host server, which then is then shows streamed up to your device. button input to the game video that's streamed to your device. If that makes sense. That does make sense. It's like Parsec. Seems legit. It's just like passing that. it through, uh, like, like a network like wall. <laughs> to okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, I remember we had this conversation um, a long time ago on an older episode with uh, Marino about how he just wanted he couldn't wait for them to. At least I think he said something like that. How he was excited for them to start getting into streaming games where you can actually stream games instead of having to download them, and that could be more convenient. Either that or he said he hated the idea, one of the two. I don't remember. But we talked about that with him um, <laughs> and how interesting that is. And it's it's neat to see that starting to come to fruition. And it's weird to see Google starting it. But yeah, there's so many Google devices that I guess it makes sense. Now, I'm holding a Google device. Yeah. So you know yeah. how they have the Skyrim special, sure. super special edition on the, uh, on the Amazon Echo, right? Mm-hmm. What if they have a Skyrim Super Ultra Deluxe Special version on Google Home? <laughs> no, they wouldn't go for that title. They're not Capcom. <laughs> well, featuring Dante from Devil May Cry would, would, you know, would catch a lot of people's pretensions, probably. Well, that's Atlas. Yeah. But yeah, it's supposed to be a way to stream games instead of downloading them, and it's supposed to be able to run them like you know, it's a top of the line PC. Uh, you know, is what the servers will be running on. And yeah, like the graphics, like it's 10 teraflop, something like that. Like top of the line. It's supposed to run, you know, 1080, 60 FPS solid or... Uh, no, 4K I, 60. Yeah, I, four, I, I was going to say as well, yeah, 4K 60 if you have a 4K TV, you know, whatever your setup is. It's supposed to be top of the top of the line specs. It just, it just run seamlessly. And so you could just buy the, you know, this pay for the service, buy the controller... And supposedly just sync up and stream your games. Uh, the only catch, I think, is there's something about you have to have at least 25 meg internet, which isn't you know bad. I think most people probably have that. I say most. Meanwhile, half of our friends here don't you know actually have that good internet. At least in our big Discord group. Um, I mean that that's something I saw a tweet on where somebody put posted like their internet prices in their area where it's like okay we only have three companies that offer internet here one only offers up to 20 one only offers up to 25 which is just meeting the minimum yeah and the other offers up to 100 and that's so, probably asinine priced 
Well, it's Spectrum, so potentially. Yeah, they're not an area like where I live, where we have like everything. Not everything, but we have a lot of different companies that offer shit. Meanwhile, where Patrick lives, there's like two companies that offer internet, and they're both kind of poop. So, so let, let, I think we should like roundtable like everybody's thoughts on this. Yeah, well, but since Patrick just chimed in, Patrick, you first. I know you got a lot to say about it. I don't it. like it, mainly because they say it's a streaming service, and they say you have to have a minimum of 25. There's an issue with that. Um, You see, there's these things people do while they play games sometimes. They sometimes are on YouTube, or sometimes in a Discord call, or sometimes do stuff online. That, sure, doesn't eat up too much internet. But when you're trying to go with that and trying to get the best resolution, your internet's going to take a dive and you're not going to do one or the other. Mm-hmm. Or how about when you want to... Well, how <laughs> about when you want to stream them? If you want to stream this, then... Um, you want to stream the streamed gameplay? Yep. What if you want to do Instead that? Instead of buying You know console, how bad that's going to be? That. You know how much internet that's going to eat up? Yeah, it's going to take up a lot of your bandwidth. Well, from what, from what I read, the way the streaming works is that you can stream straight from the service... And it passes through their servers and not yours or something like that? It's not required. I could be completely wrong, but it doesn't require any of your internet speed. It only requires their... Well, your internet speed has to like at least do something. Like, just yeah, to stream I, I the game itself, it like, to. on your TV. Yeah, just to stream the game, yeah. But... Yeah. Because it's going to take up quite a bit. And what happens if you just randomly just have a brownout, like sometimes Jordan does, or your internet just randomly just drops? Yeah. Then what? Then what? Is it gonna... I mean, go ahead. Because I feel like yeah. cloud save. I don't know if like that just does automatically, or you have to have it like always stop you save. Oh, it's up to cloud save. Because imagine this: you're, th- you're playing. It has a game. to be a cloud save. It's yeah, not going it, to it save wouldn't... locally. Right. There's nowhere to locally save. Yeah, I don't know how cloud saving works. I don't know if it saves like every single second, like everything you're doing is saving, or you have to manually save it. Well, it it, it saves every time that you save. So if it's a game that auto-saves, then it's just going to be uploaded as a cloud save every single time. Okay, now, now that I know that, I want you to imagine this. You're playing a game for like eight hours, so the argument you really get is into it, you lose track of time, and then suddenly... what it was when Xbox Live and PlayStation, whatever... Wait, what? I think, I think Discord ate what he said. Yeah, yeah Discord cut you out. No, I okay. think I'm okay, back now. that's good at least. That's so good. now, what were you saying? What part uh, of you said PlayStation and then you just cut out? Yeah. Oh, so I was saying uh, the argument's not dissimilar from X- XBLA and PlayStation. Like, it's more or less going to be the same resolution, I would imagine. Everything's not going to be saved locally, just as, you know, online multiplayer functionality is not saved locally on the system either. Right. Is that the case nowadays? I think a majority of games on consoles and stuff save via cloud. They don't save locally as often anymore. And obviously I'm more of a Nintendo based kind of a guy. Hashtag Nintendo boys. Yeah. Um but I I don't know. Even Nintendo's moving towards cloud yep. save. So I'm well, sure not I, I just don't I don't feel like that's going to be an issue specifically relating to the saving. Now Patrick, I totally understand your point of Obviously, the streaming, especially like for someone such as yourself with uh, sub-optimal internet, 
it would be very challenging. So I can see both sides. But what if you're yeah. in the middle of a gaming session and it's going off like eight hours or whatever? You're really getting into it, but then you're in a just hiccups and it just shuts off for a split second. The game ends and you lose all that save data, which is what bothers me. I mean, it, me. it would, it would well, probably not if it auto saves. Well, if it's an auto save game, if you wouldn't auto- have that issue. That's the thing. If it's a game if, you have to manually save, if I it's don't an auto save. Most games are an auto save game, though. Some games there are not many games that there. don't autosave now. That's most games are autosave, but there still are games where you do have to manually save, and that is you know. That, but it's very it's few. Fair. Like Fire Pro is but an example. Besides, of what if they implement some kind of feature where if you disconnect disconnect abruptly, it just pauses the game and waits for you to reconnect? Well, you see, That's I don't possible. trust Google with that. <laughs> I don't trust but Google the, with the, being the, that, that smart. Argument, if they get enough complaints, they'll implement something. But that argument of what if I mean, what if your internet goes out? That that same thing could apply to when you're playing, you know, on your console. If your power goes out for a second, well, yeah, you're gonna lose your progress because your your console just turned off. It's the same concept. That's, yeah, it's probably more frequent that your internet would go out than your power. But yeah, regardless, like that same argument could be held for console gaming in general. It's just it's more of a, a worry with this because they haven't given us any details, so we don't know what to expect yet. Yeah. So all we can do is speculate like this, and well, shit, they better flesh all this out because otherwise, people are going to disconnect. They are going to have hiccups, and they're going to potentially lose progress. You know, unless they implement a system like Vinny was saying. Another thing that I didn't watch the presentation, so I don't know anything. I'm just going off what I saw on Twitter, but apparently. They didn't give an exact, they didn't say like, oh, it's going to be this much for this month or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they didn't give any pricing or release dates for it. They didn't say like what exactly games you can play. They only showed off like what Assassin's Creed and like a gameplay or sort of. It could be wrong. Uh, Assassin's Creed, they had uh, a guy from id Software to come uh, come out to talk about Doom. Uh, But that, that was really it. Yeah, because they don't even have like a solid lineup ready for this thing yet. They don't even have a price set for it. Like lineup does like get you excited and like want it, and they even tell you like they probably want to detail about the internet layer, but they don't know. It's like oh, exactly you need to have at the very minimum this and this and this. If you don't have anything lower than this, then you're just tough out of luck. You can't get anything. I mean, they are. They did, like I said earlier, they did say you have to have twenty five meg minimum. So that's good at least. That's that's the only solid info we really have. The only thing that gets me kind of iffy about this is like it could take off. But we've already seen OnLive fail, and, you know, a PlayStation Now right now, there's nothing to really go off of on how well this is going to do, or if it'll even be a good service at all. Because PlayStation, I mean, I guess PlayStation Now's kind of been around for like 10 years at least, because it used to be Gaikai. But even right now, like, it's kind of too early to say if PlayStation Now is a success or not, I think. And I didn't even know NVIDIA had their own streaming service at the moment. Neither did I, honestly. But but all that, and with, like, the possibility of Game Pass adding streaming here soon, it's, uh, I don't know, I'm more interested in seeing how it goes. I kind of think it's dumb, too, but I am, I am interested in, like, kind of watching from the sidelines to see, you know, what happens. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I believe every one of us here are more or less game collectors, we like to keep our physical copies of our games. Yeah. We don't like to just get a digital version just to be able to play the game. We like to, you know, have more physical proof that we own the game. We like that satisfaction. So this service wouldn't be for any of us, really. 
It's for a specific target of people who don't have room, don't want to buy the consoles, just want to pay for a service to be able to play those games really easily. Like, I would be fine with trying it out, because it's going to have exclusive games. Well, yeah, more than likely. Like, they opened up their own studio for it. Right. So, I mean, I guess that's one thing I can say for them, is at least they're going all in with it. You know, they have their own studio, they're going to be making exclusive titles. The hardware for the servers is top-notch, which I think is more that you can say for, you know, PlayStation Now or what online on live had. Right. They're at least doing something unique with it. So hopefully it's going to turn out to be something that's not, you know, just a piece of shit and is effective for the people that need it. I I probably won't try it at all because I have no interest, but, you know, it's, it's a cool concept. Uh, I don't understand why they already announced it and then just like... Yeah, it exists, and that's about it. Like, hey, this thing exists, and then, you know, walk away. We'll talk about it more later, but it exists. Here you go. There's a name. That's it. Because even with at least the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, even with those announcements, they at least said, hey, look, we're going to have this, this, and this, and we'll release even more details at E3. They didn't even say they'd release more details at E3. But what'll get me to try this is just seeing how the, the exclusive lineup looks halo the master chief collection along with halo reach is going to be coming to pc which is fucking awesome so now i have an excuse to buy this these damn games again uh but yeah yeah i'm excited about this uh first main series halo release on the pc since what halo 2 yeah, I was about to say Halo 2, I believe. Wait, well, no. Those those stupid top-down Halo games as no, well. No, I said main series. Okay, oh well, yeah, main series Halo 2, I believe. Yeah. I've never played it. I think I have the first one. Yeah, I actually haven't played it yet. I have both of them. I gotta put that on my stupid list now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Your stupid list. I make a lot of stupid lists. That you I'm a do. list maker. But yeah, I'm pretty fucking excited for this. Oh, oh, so I I gave you a couple li- a couple links on the topic there. Um, one of them I saw was it's gonna share your progress between Xbox and PC. So I've been playing through Halo One on the X, you know, on the collection on my Xbox. Mm-hmm. If I get it on PC, I can pick up where I left off. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm doing that. That is so awesome. That is so awesome because I didn't want to have to play through all that stuff that I got through again. You know. I haven't played through all the Halo games before. I've played online on Halo 4, I think. 3 or 4. Why have you not played all the freaking Halo games? I didn't grow up with Xbox. Or Xbox 360. That's the main reason. I haven't um, even owned it. I didn't Halo start game. playing Halo until 2012. Like, I've played uh, Halo 3 or 4 online for a short period. And that was about it. Um, I didn't really play through any story stuff ever. And at one point recently-ish, I tried to start playing through the games that started with Halo 1, which the Master Chief Collection is amazing. And I, it, that game is harder than I anticipated. Like, there's a spot I'm stuck at that's ridiculously stupid, and I'm just, I'm just bad. But, yeah, that's, I, I just didn't grow up with Xbox. That's the main reason I haven't played through the Halo games. Well, anyways, yeah, uh, Master Chief Collection coming to PC is really good, and I like that you can pick up your saves where you left off on Xbox. That is just, that is... That is awesome. And I feel like playing that game with mouse and keyboard is going to feel so much more natural. Uh, Chaos Crashers coming to PS4 and Switch for during the summer. 
So when they say summer, it could be, I'm assuming, from June 21st away to like the beginning of September sometime there. I don't know. They didn't give an exact date. They just said the Autumn summer. officially begins September 21st. Yeah. So, so they have before roughly then. around that time frame. Wait. This game's already out? On Xbox, it might be. Huh. Because I saw something like that. I was like, Xbox? Like, oh, cool. The one console I never pay attention to anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just a Gears box. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> Gears box. Anyways. So, yeah, it's coming to Switch finally. And it's, I guess it's coming to PS4 again, so... <laughs> It was on PS3. I'm just surprised it never like reported it over to PS4. I guess they were just waiting for this, which I don't blame them for. But it's finally exciting to get something from the creators of Battle Block Theater on the Nintendo console, because I think the last game they had on there was like Alien Hominid. I think that's how you say it for the Nintendo yeah, GameCube, um, which was over a decade ago. Yeah. Yeah, the same creators that made Battle Block Theater and Alien Hominid, they you know they made Cow Crashers like ten years ago because it's like Behemoth they're celebrating Studios? the tenth anniversary by re- doing a remaster, re-release, and with this version, it comes with uh, all the previous DLC characters, you know, like the Pink Knight, the Blacksmith, the extra animals, and yada yada yada, all that stuff. So it'd be nice, and apparently you can do local or online four-player co-op with single Joy Cons, which I'm really confused. Don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah, it feels like there's. I mean, it could potentially, maybe. I can. Oh, well, you know what? I think it does have enough buttons. Because... Well, yeah, because I feel like your top would be like your magic and your shield. Yeah, these two are buttons, and these two are still technically buttons. It's not the most optimal <laughs> way to play, but it is still possible if you need four buttons. Yeah, I would not want to play with the Joy-Con. I I would not want to put myself through that. That'd be well. That's what Pro controllers are for. Yeah, that's what Pro Controllers for our GameCube controller for the adapter. <laughs> so that'd be I think, nice. I think I think I think Beck would play with the Joy-Con. If Beck huh? played the game at all. <laughs> Me? Play the game with the Joy-Cons? Yeah. With a single Joy-Con. Dude, you don't have to make fun of my freakishly small hands. <laughs> <laughs> They're not freakishly small. <laughs> um You have some burly manly hands. I genuinely don't know, to be honest with you. I'm not overly thrilled for the announcement myself, but I am really excited to see another cult classic come to the Switch, a full remaster of it as well. Always a good time. Updated texture, 60 FPS, all that good stuff. Yeah, it's going to be... Like, I I would play through this, like, with Patrick, definitely, over... uh... On the Switch. Oh, dude, we should yeah. absolutely all get it on Switch and play it together. I yeah. do not... I, I would not say that that's a bad idea. No. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely a good idea. And I mean, I don't know. I probably sunk 200-something hours into the game when I was much younger. Got everybody up yeah. to level 99 in gold ranks, but... I, uh... I don't know. I guess maybe that's why everything... the. The awe, the pizzazz has fallen. Yeah, because you've already done everything you can do in the game before. But yeah. It's still neat that it's coming to Switch and Oh, PS4. I'm thrilled. So that's, thrilled. That's just cool. Well, yeah, and it'll give a lot, of ex- a lot of people experience and exposure to it, which I'm really thrilled for as well. Exactly. 
neat thing they're doing with the PS4 is uh, the little light bars. Apparently, they're gonna have it coincide with the, whatever character you picked. So if you pick, that, the green, I mean that that I would expect that. Screens. I would expect that because they developers get really creative with the light bars on the PS4 controllers. Which I'm still curious if they're just because if they're just gonna have restricted the four nights or they're gonna do it for all the characters like their main color. Like I know the blacksmith's like a purple and the pink knight's obviously pink. There's a silver slash gray knight you can play as too. It's gonna be yeah, I don't know. Stuff. One way to find out, and that's wait and see. Yeah, I'm sure just get both versions. There will be video of it somewhere. Yeah, there you go. Get both versions, Patrick. <laughs> I really want them one of these just to be physical, preferably the Switch version. If they got that physical, I'd, be, I'd throw money at that immediately. Same. Yeah. Because I've always wanted to have this game physical somehow, some way. And if they did it for Switch, it, it it's basically limited run games. Like, come on, no, now this this can get you a lot of money. I'm sure. I'm sure. Limited Run will release it. Better. I would. I'd be even willing, even if I already owned the game, just buy the physical. <laughs> be sweet. Yeah. Because I already beat it on 360 before. I did it on PS3 before. I did it on Steam before. I don't know if I finished it, but I have played a quite a bit on Steam. I remember I did an LP back on. We originally tended. We originally recorded it to PS3. Then something went wrong with the video files. We had to redo it all again on the Xbox 360. And now it's time to do it again again on the Switch. Yeah. Can't wait for it to come out of buy it day of release. I don't care how much money I don't have. Yeah, it won't be too expensive, I don't think. So, speaking of uh, classical games that everyone loves and co-op, then he's got some interesting shit, too. So I actually found this not terribly long before um, we started recording. Uh, apparently, there are people working on a mod of Ocarina of Time that is basically multiplayer for Ocarina of Time. And there was a mod like 10 or so years ago, if I remember correctly, that I came across, but it was nowhere near on the scale of this. This is... More akin to Super Mario 64 Online, whereas that was basically injecting four swords into Ocarina of Time. This one is done a lot better. You can even be independent of each other. So you could have one person in Kakariko while another is in is at Hyrule Castle getting Zelda's lullaby. And your items are shared, um, but your health is separate, so you will die separately from each other. Um, Which is actually really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a few things that I'm not 100% sure about because it's still an alpha. It's not even downloadable as of yet. Unless you're one of the people working on it or friends with them. And it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Me and Jordan immediately decided, I want to play that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much we're, we're... at the exact same time. Yeah, that's definitely something that we're going to be doing. Cause that was, and that's more than just two people, I think, isn't it? Or is it just two people? Um, The video only showed two people, but I. But there is no currently stated limit on how many people there are. So yeah. it could be two, it could be four, it could be however many you can handle memory-wise. I mean, we already started trying to figure out like in order of operations of what we would do to play through the most optimal Yeah, way. you could take Java Java, I'll take the Water Temple. <laughs> Call it good. Fuck the Water Temple. I love the Water Temple. It's great. I hate it so much. 
But, I hate uh, jumble jumble. But like, we don't even have to complete the dungeons in any particular order because playing on my own, just single player, I can. You can get through the fire temple without a bow. So if Jordan wants to go run off do the forest temple, I can go run and start the fire temple and chip away at that while uh while waiting for him to get us a bow. But yeah, the the video looks really good. And I'm really excited for when this finally comes to a state that they will let us start downloading. Cuz I really want to play. All the rest of these topics are complete and utter garbage compared to what Beck's about to talk about. Hollow Knight has had a physical release. And it's about damn time. I, yes, wholeheartedly agree. Um, so, well, it's getting a Switch physical release. That's formerly, er, formerly what Team Cherry announced. So, it is in the collector's edition. It's limited quantity through Fangamer. And it comes with a whole bunch of stuff. Gold foil collector's box, complete Hollow Knight physical game, case, manual, metal, knight brooch with a stand, which is beautiful, by the way. I'm really excited for mine. A 14-page coral comic book, gold foil art prints, hollow nest fold-out map, pre-order bonus if you pre-ordered it, like myself, because I'm a huge nerd about Hollow Knight. A paper craft set, which includes the Night Hornet and... I believe it's Zote. I've only seen the photo once. It may be the Grub. Um, as well as a Switch-exclusive cleaning cloth for your screen with, naturally, some different Hollow Knight figures on it. So, I'm really pumped. It looks yeah. absolutely beautiful, and the spread is phenomenal. My receipt said it's going to be releasing sometime late April into May, they didn't give me an exact date, but they said it'll be here within the next couple months. So pretty pumped on that. Super hype. Yeah, definitely. That is just such a good game. It is so creative. Like I, I did not expect any of what I've, I've seen going into it. Like I just did not expect it to be so inspired by Metroid and 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 you know Castlevania's games as well. You know that whole Metroidvania genre but still be itself and creative. It's not copying anything. It's just inspired from stuff. But it's still its own thing and does its own thing everywhere you turn. Like, it's awesome. The vibe the game sets, it's just it's just awesome. It's like a combination of an empty, grotesque world and a beautiful, bug-filled kingdom. I don't know. Yes, that's that's actually exactly what it is, too. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, Hollow Knight got a physical release. So, good shit. I guess that wraps things up for the, uh, for the topics for the day. Um, I'm going to take a quick break, and uh, then we'll jump back into what we've been up to. All right, welcome back, guys. Took a quick break, and we're good to go now, except uh, buddy Anthony has to sign off early. Yeah, guys, I'm going to take off. I have some stuff to do. I'm waking up at 4 in the morning. I'm doing a 14-hour day at work, so Oof. I'm pretty... That does not sound What pleasant. the fuck? We've got, we've got Patrick uh, Patrick's motivation to work long hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to take off, enjoy the rest of the podcast, guys, and yeah. we will be talking to you soon. Peace. Yeah, we will have see you soon, one, buddy. buddy. All right.
Bye, right. everybody. If you would like to find him on Twitter, by the way, you can find him at Antibec Games. That's A-N-T-I-B-E-C-K Games. So put, give him a follow and talk to him over there and all that. And uh, we'll mention his Twitter again at the end of the podcast. But uh, yeah, it's time to get into what we've been up to. And I only have like two things, so I guess I'll start us off. I finished God of War, or as it's in the doc, Dad of Boy. Um, that game is absolutely phenomenal. I did not expect it to be anywhere near the level of good that it was. Like, story-wise, the previous God of War games have all just been kill, 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 kill. You know, it's God of War. That's what everyone knows about God of War. You're Kratos, you're going and killing everyone. Or you're going and killing a bunch of, of gods and, and creatures and shit. This game was, of course, you know, some of that. It's traditional God of War stuff, but the story and every fucking thing around it is so high... Um, uh, 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 what's the word I'm thinking of? High quality, but um, high budget is what it felt like. It felt like a very, very, very high budget game. Like everything I mean, felt it, like it was. Yeah, <laughs> like it. It just it felt like a genuinely like high budget game. Everything, the story, the visuals, the soundtrack, the voice acting. All of it was absolutely stellar, and I was just impressed more and more. Every chapter, every you know section of the game that I went through, there's no chapters, but every section of the game that I went through, I just more and more impressed, and it got better and better as I went on. <laughs> like, there was one section that I kind of crawled through that I didn't like, and that was the Alfheim region, <laughs> but that's not very long, and you get through it quick, and you know it's not bad. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the vibe, but the rest of the game, you know, is is just all paced so well. You feel like you're making progress, and the fact that there's so much side questing stuff that you can do, like this miscellaneous side questing stuff that you can do to get more gear, to get valuable resources and whatnot, it's really nice because it's all open-ended. You can just say fuck it and go straight with the missions, straight with the game, or you can just go and, you know, do a whole bunch of side quests between each mission. Which is what I was doing. It's and it, it, it's basically God of War meets Skyrim. Yeah, and it yeah. works. And it works, yeah. Like it works because it's not overwhelming. There's a lot of stuff that seems overwhelming, like the leveling up of of items and Kratos and the boy, uh, Atreus. All that type of stuff seems overwhelming when you look at the menus, but it's really not. Once you get into the game more, you know. You don't have to mess with any of that for the first, you know, good few hours. You could just leave it kind of be. But as you get more and more into it, you're like, okay, I want to upgrade this. I want this to get better. And you get more comfortable with the game. Everything just kind of blends in. It just seems overwhelming because you're trying to grasp the controls and everything first, which is different. But once you do, once you get the hang of things and it feels comfortable, it, it just it flows. Everything flows. Kratos, I've never seen him grow as such a character. Like I've never seen that kind of character growth in a video game before. Um, I just, I, I, yeah, I, I just, I've never played a game quite like this before. Story-wise, this is the best story in any video game I've ever played. Like, I, I, I may be dumb and not thinking of something, but like the story in this game is, is just 
absolutely phenomenal. What was that cough, Vinny? Nothing. Did you say Xenoblade? <laughs> I haven't played Xenoblade, so F you. You need to play it. I will. Eventually. But Don't yeah. do it just to spite him. <laughs> I'll, do the, I'll do the HD Wii version. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's a fantastic game. Fantastic. Now that I've beaten the main story, I need to go and find the, uh, I think it's six or 12 Valkyrie sisters and, and kill them. And then I'll probably call it good from there. And then 12. I'll stall the game. It is definitely but 12. 12, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was fucking awesome. I love that game so much. Emotionally attached to that game like like crazy. And, you know, starting from one game, one new game to an old game. Um, <laughs> since I finished Ocarina of Time 100% recently, uh, I booted up Majora's Mask and have now started a playthrough of that. Um, How you like original it? cartridge. Do what? How you liking it? Well, uh, I mean, it's Majora's Mask. Uh, not as good as Ocarina of Time, but I, I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, it's I've played through the game once, and it wasn't 100%. Um, it was years and years ago, around 2012, 11. Sounds about right. Somewhere around there. And uh, I enjoyed it back then. But this time I'm going to make sure to go for all masks and probably all heart pieces and stuff. Do another you know, 100% run like it is Ocarina of Time. Um, but I started last night and played some more tonight as well, and I've gotten up to the Woodfall Temple, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. So I just got to go and and do that. Oh, you actually made it to the promise. temple? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. I saved the owl statue right outside of it. <clears throat> Don't forget to get all of the stray fairies. Oh yeah, all those. That's gonna be fun. I forgot about that. There's a lot of collectibles in this game. Well, Ooh. yeah, there are only four temples. They have to fill your time out somehow. Yeah. Remember, it was only made in like a year. Right, yeah. It was made in a year. I think like eight eight to 11 months, something like that. Long, like Not very long. Man, that's pretty much all I've been up to. Uh, beat God of War and started Majora's Mask. Now, how about you, Patrick? Eh, I finally beat Sonic and Knuckles 3, which is really, which really hard. It's kind of a difficult game, but thankfully they have a safe save option where you can save after you die. So you don't have to redo the entire game all over like 1 and 2 has. So I finally did that, and that was rewarding, finally. I'll say Sandopolis Act 2 was awful. And so was Death Egg Zone <laughs> 2. That, that's another awful stage. I kept dying a lot on those to the point where... <laughs> Raging? Yeah, to the point where... like. I kept it like almost perfecting Act One of Death Egg Zone, so I used the save state on on Act Two after like two hours of being stuck on the on that stuff over and over and over again. At that point, I was like, you know, I don't even care. I'm just don't I'm just stupid here because it's just wasting my time and not doing anything. I don't blame you. I really, really don't. I was playing on Dolphin because you know that, that's that's real sweet. <laughs> so that's another. I never didn't go for all Chaos Emeralds because. Dolphin, if you try playing the bonus stage on Knuckles on Sonic 3 with the Dolphin, uh, let's just say it doesn't work at all. It's, it's really bad. Yeah. So that's why I was like, you know, I'm just going to skip all that. I'm just going to beat the game regularly, and if I ever want to come back to it, I'll just do, like, a, a different version. Maybe the Genesis, but eh. Well, it was, a, it was a fun game. I just had a little bit of trouble with it. I was slugging through it, but I finally managed to do it. That was like my first actual classic Sonic game I've beaten. 
So I'm very but that's good. good about that. I mean, that's so now you've beaten Sonic Mania and that. And that's Sonic Generations. Oh, and Sonic Generations. That was that's my right, first yeah. Sonic game I've ever beaten with Sonic Generations. Fair enough. It's the one that that's actually got me into the series. It was so good. And then just the, earlier today, I did more Tetris 99. I didn't get number one. I think the highest I got was like 12 or 6. And I was in the top 10 for sure. So I gave her 6 or 7. One of those two. Do what I do and uh, take a screenshot whenever you get your new highest. My highest has always been two. <laughs> Oof. The one the one I would have to get above that is the fun, and that is very difficult to get. Yeah. yeah thankfully, I, have a, th I, I haven't gotten first place either, don't worry. I think the closest, like the low, worst round I did was like 80-some, but other than that, I've just been above 50 the entire night, which is good. That was a sweet video of me getting unclustered, which is really sweet, so I... I think it's on par, if not slightly more heart aching than Vinny's was the other night, because that shit gets rough. But I did that, and I've been playing a lot more of Fire Pro Wrestling World. Just been doing more Fighting Road because I've been too late, because I've been way too distracted by that instead of actually playing. The main reason I put it on was for promoter. <laughs> and so far, I think I'm like at chapter 46 47 because each match is considered a chapter and that's only like like I less than 12 like i think it's around like 12 or 12.4 percent done so i've had 46 matches and it's not even 15 percent done with this main story so that, that that's gonna that's gonna be a long haul up <laughs> hopefully i'll have a my character all maxed out in attributes and skills by then I'm already almost done with uh, all my offensive stuff. I'm just a few things missing from the 10. I can start focusing on my uh, defensive stuff. Because I've had it where I would even it out, and then when I start getting like up to the 7s or 8s, and I start focusing on just one main stuff. Because it's uh, really interesting. I got a few 100%s. Over match evaluations. Haven't lost a single match yet. Currently in the right now, I am currently the never open weight champion. The six man never open weight tag. I forgot what they call the six man belts over there. Uh, the never um six man open weight tag team champion. Yeah, that was it. I was on the right track. Just misplaced a few words. Because yeah. I hold both. I hold two titles. One with a tag team with Hiroshi Tanahashi and fuck, I forgot his other name. It was like. Tanahashi. Yeah, Tanahashi and this other bloke. I forgot. He's a comedic act. I haven't really seen much on New Japan. Toru Yano? No, it's not Toru Yano. It's like this other guy who's like in green sh like green tights. Ryusuke Taguchi? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Taguchi you unit. respect that man. <laughs> yeah. I'm insulted. What do you mean you're insulted? He, he even they even said introducing him. He performs in a lot of comedic matches. He does? You should still respect that man. Yeah, so I'm the six-man tag with him, and I beat Hiroki Goto for his uh, never open weight belt. And now I'm in the middle of the G1 Climax Tournament, <laughs> where I'm ranked number one in bracket A. 
the only other person that has an undefeated streak in bracket B was oh, Gloria Guest, the IWGP Heavyweight Champion at the time of uh, Kazuchika Okada. So I'm excited Okada? to see where that happens after that. I might go for the Iron Continental if that's how the story's going. Just hold all the belts in New Japan. That'd be sweet. That'd be a sweet ending. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I've been really doing. So, what have you been playing, Vinny? I've also been playing Tetris 99. I've... <laughs> uh, the highest I've gotten in the last little bit... I made it to top 10, but I didn't get any higher on my t on my highest. The highest that I've ever gotten is third place. And I'm still determined to get first place just so I can feel confident and then finally uninstall this goddamn game. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. I really want to have a first place under my belt just to, just to say I did it. But um I'm I got close. Not close enough. Uh I've also uh been playing more Xenoblade 2. Trying to get the last few rare blades that I still haven't gotten. Namely that fucking 1% spawn rate blade. Uh, uh, and it turns out the there's a... In New Game Plus, there is a bard that uh, you can buy legendary core crystals, which have the highest chance of getting one of the rare blades. And it costs you 200,000 experience, so... You can grind the final boss a bunch of times to get all of that extra experience to give to him to buy your cores, which is really nice. Um, I also have been working on a bunch of stuff for YouTube. I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I released 11 videos in one day. They were mostly vlogs because they were behind, so I took care of that. Uh, and then I started rewatching Hero Academia. Uh, because uh, I saw a little bit of the dub, and I liked it, so I'm rewatching through the whole thing in the dub. I'm just past the fight against Stain, so I'm mid-season two. Hulu does not have the third season, so I have to track that down once I'm done with season two. But, uh, yeah, I have not been up to terribly much. What about you, Ben? Well, Fire Promoter came out for Fire Pro Wrestling World, and uh, it's a really fun mode. Getting down uh, in into, like, maybe not every single aspect, but a lot of the aspects of running a wrestling promotion, uh, is, it's just really fun. Uh, my initial run, I got three years in before I had to restart the save. Um, but... You deal with contract signings, you deal with paying scouts, you deal with upgrading your gym facilities and whatnot, you know, paying for merch. Um, like, there, there's a monthly cost that you, you have to maintain. Um, you, you have to make sure that you're, you're maintaining uh, a, a good balance between all your costs to make sure that you're actually making money and keeping your company afloat, as opposed to, you know, losing money and just driving your company into the dirt in four months. Um, 
it's it's just really fun to get into all that stuff. Um, and I've been playing a lot of Tetris 99 as well as uh, Vinny and Patrick. It's it is the most frustrating game. That is also the funnest game that I have ever played. So, I've I've uh, been enjoying that a lot. Uh, yeah, fun but stressful. Uh, I watched quite a bit of Hell's Kitchen as well over the past two weeks. That's a really good show. It is. It's uh. It's fun to see Gordon Ramsay get mad at incredibly incompetent chefs and i know that i i I am no cook myself but how do you fuck up a salad it's okay they just water the lettuce and then the the dressing just falls off and they put it on yeah Vinny's reaction like it's just it's bizarre it's yeah like it, it goes from being it can go from being funny to being like you know, high energy, stressful. Like that show's just awesome. It's really fun. I'm surprised nobody broke his legs yet. Uh, been playing a lot of Double May Cry Five. Talk talk about a good game. That game is just, it's really awesome. Uh, you get to play between three different characters in that game. Uh, Nero, Dante, and V. So far, I think the only character that I kind of dislike is V. Because he's just, like he just seems really his his levels just seem too easy to me. Like his combat, it's not like your typical sword and gun combat like with Dante and Nero. Um, like he has these two beasts that fight for him, and like it's not like the gameplay is terrible, but it's just it 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 doesn't feel as fun or engaging as. As playing your Nero or Dante is, but other than that, the game's awesome. The story is just dumb fun as always, and uh, yeah, it's just more Devil May Cry. It's uh, good, good stuff. That I've been watching a ton of wrestling as well. Mm-hmm. Just. You know, catching up on New Japan Cup, watching UFC stuff, watching WWE stuff, watching old matches like Kevin Owens, uh, you know, old matches and like Ring of Honor and his early WWE stuff. Uh, kind of want to go back and watch some GSP stuff and some Jushin Thunder Liger stuff. And uh, also earlier today, uh, watched UWFI Bushido Way of the Warrior. Some really, really good shoot-style wrestling. That and I'm starting to watch through of uh, all the old-school ECW stuff. Oof. From when Shane Douglas was like, you know, the NWA can kiss my ass. All the way up to the closure of the company. I may I, I may not go all the way to then. If it, if it gets really bad. But... Yeah. Can't wait for that Taipei death match when you get there. Oh. Between Axel and Ian Rotten. Oh. That sounds like it's going to be fun. <laughs> Fuck Ian Rotten, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a piece of shit. Axel's good, though. He was until he died. A- Axel's dead. I know, he was. But, uh, 
yeah, that's what I've been up to. I'm just waiting for some of those matches yet to watch from ECW. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to some of the crazier stuff. Should be should be a whole lot of fun. Like the first and only barbed wire death match in ECW history because Paul Heyman canceled any more matches involving that stipulation because you can thank two, two of the most sadistic, most cruel, most evil individuals you can ever put in the ring in that sort of environment. Where Sabu literally tore his bicep open and you could see the muscle and flesh in there. So instead of just stopping the match, he just screamed at Bill Alfonso to give him some fucking tape. And he just taped it up and continued wrestling. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. I actually help. have to go out of my way to find that one, by the way. Because yeah. it's not on the network. God, I can, I can they see could, why. They couldn't, they couldn't put it on TV. That was, that was a, that's a rough match. I've seen the entirety of it. That's rough. The end of, by the end of the match, all the both of them are just entangled in barbed wire, so they're trying to get the wire cutters and just cut them all out because they're just all collided in there and just can't even move because it hurts way too much. Yeah, it sounds like it. I'm looking forward to uh, <laughs> to that stuff, though. If you don't know what a Taipei Deathmatch is, viewers, uh, look it up. You'll probably be either you'll be interested or very really disgusted by it. Indeed. But yeah, that's all I gotta say. Well, then I believe that wraps up today's episode of the Lack of the Escal podcast. I would like to thank everyone for tuning in this week. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you would like to find any of us to speak to us, slide in our DMs or anything, we're all on Twitter. You can find me at Toad. You can find Ben at VidSigma. You can find Vinny at VinnyPlaysVlogs. You can find Patrick at Assassin underscore Volk. And you can find our buddy Anthony, Antebec, over at Antebec Games. And if you would like to follow the official Twitter for the Lackadaisical like Podcast, it is at Lackadaisicast, and that's spelled L-A-C-K-A-D-A-I-S-I-C-A-S-T. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will catch you guys next week for our 20th episode. See you guys next week.